It's episode 84 of Amen Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus and hopefully having a righteous Christmas. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. That's pretty much the only part of uh, that scene and that movie that I could play on this podcast. Oh, righteousness. I would sound a lot more righteous if I could read the Bible like Samuel L. Jackson, but you know, it is what it is. We're talking about righteousness and what it has to do with joy. This week we're talking about joy, um, but I made some kind of, I don't say comparisons, but I've, I've tied a couple things to our joy because I want to make sure that you are living in joy this Christmas season. I want joy for you right now. I want hope for the future, but I want a joy which is a deep happiness, a deep contentment, a deep satisfaction that permeates all parts of your life, whether it's going well or not. Because I know right now there's there's probably some of you that not a lot is going well. You're going through things. I've talked to people every week that are going through heartbreak, that are going through uh, troubles and uh, sickness and doubt, and, and somehow through all of this, we can still have joy, and we need to hold on to that uh, with all that we are. And so one of the, the verses uh, that I was preaching about on Sunday that, um, that made me think about this was in, in Isaiah 11, he was describing uh, Jesus, who God says specifically, he will bring me joy. He brings me joy. This is my son. He brings me great joy. And, and so if you look at this, this joy bringer named Jesus, it says that he delights in obeying the Lord. Like, he really enjoys being obedient. Now, <laughs> when was the last time you obeyed the Lord delightfully? You're like, oh, yes. Those of you that are single are like, I can't wait to not have sex until I'm married. I can't wait to, you know, tithe my money uh, even though I'm in debt or, you know, want more things and I, and I don't have enough money. But I, I can't wait to obey the Lord in those things. I can't wait to hold my anger instead of punching this guy in the face, right? Far too often, I'm not saying that maybe that's you, but me, there are times, yes, I'm a preacher, and I struggle to find delight in obedience. And what happens is if we wake up on the wrong side of the bed and we wake up deciding that we're only going to do what makes us happy, if we're only going to do what we want to do, then we might not delight in the Lord. Um, we delight in our flesh. We delight in our sinful uh, pleasures. And, and it's just not a recipe for joy. It really isn't. But Jesus, the joy bringer, delights in obeying the Lord. It also talks about how powerful he is, how the earth is going to shake at the force of his word. Um, 
He will destroy the wicked. One breath from his mouth will do that. And it also, Isaiah 11 talks about him wearing righteousness like a belt, right? Meaning that, that he is centered in righteousness. Now, righteous, if you're like, what is this? Because, you know, you hear like righteous dude or, or you hear like self-righteous, right? Which in, in a bad context. Um, but the word righteous and the idea of righteousness is not that it's not just that you know what is good and what is right and what brings justice and fairness. Um, but you, you do it. You, you put your money where your mouth is. You put your actions where your thoughts are and you live rightly. Righteous just means living rightly, living according to what God tells us is right. And uh, Psalm 106.3 says that uh, blessed are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. When you practice these things, you are blessed and you are joyful. Um, and a little bit later in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 33, he goes on to describe uh, to describe those who are the, the effects and the uh, results of living righteously. Um Verse 15 here says, He who walks righteously and speaks uprightly, who despises the gain of oppressions, who shakes hands, shakes his hands lest they hold a bribe. So basically saying those who live, who walk righteously, who speak like your, so it's not just your actions, but your words are upright, are good. Who despises the gain of oppressions. That means, or another ver, a way to say that is uh, who refused to, to profit off of cheating and fraud and, and oppression. Um, who shakes his hands lest they be, basically you're a man of your word or a woman of your word. You're not trying to hoodoo somebody. Um, who stops his ears from hearing uh, of bloodshed and shuts his eyes from looking on evil. Basically, you're not going to listen to to and, and get involved with uh, murderous things or uh, wrong things. It says he will dwell on the heights. His, him or her, his place will, def, will uh, of defense will be the fortress of rocks. His Bread will be given to him. His water will be sure. He's saying if you do these things, God provides for you. Protection is what that wall of rocks means. Um, you know, he, God provides you protection and defense. He gives you food. He gives you water. He takes care of your needs. And then verse 17 is the best part of this. It says, your eyes will behold the king of his beauty. They will see a land that stretches afar. Basically, you will see, experience, know God if you are living righteously. Now, that's going to bring joy into your life. And so if you're having like a terrible Christmas season so far, you may want to, if you're not being joyful, you may want to look around and go and just be real because you can deny this, by the way. You can listen to this podcast and you go, ah, Ben's full of it. Uh, I'm great and still my life sucks. Okay, but I am pretty sure like I, I, if you will just be honest with yourself and honest with your God in this moment, uh, and you look back uh, and ask God to show you why you're not joyful, there's probably some areas of your life that you have not given over to righteousness, that you have given over to sin, that you have given over to selfishness, right? And so God does not bless those areas when you don't live accordingly. Now, we know Again, this is where I think along the lines we've forgotten or we've we've given an incomplete gospel and we really want to change somebody's behavior. Like, I really want you to do right, but I understand that you doing right has to come from a heart that follows Jesus, has to come from the fact that it gets done for you. Because no matter how good how your behavior is, no matter how many 
soup kitchens and uh, homeless shelters you serve in this holiday season, it's not good enough to get you right with God. Jesus tells us in Matthew 5, uh, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of, of heaven. That's like the scribes and Pharisees were the holier than holy. They had all these extra rules that they added on to make sure that every move that they made was uh, allegedly righteous. And so you have to be perfect to get uh, into, to enter the kingdom of heaven. We know that's not going to happen. We know that doesn't happen. But again, it all comes back to the fact that what can bring you joy even before you start living righteously is the fact that Jesus lived righteously for you. Romans 5 tells us this, that we've been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have obtained access by faith to his grace in which we stand. And we rejoice Rejoice is is a uh, is closely tied to joy. Rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. But not only do that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. That's maybe something you're dealing with now. You may be going, okay, my life is good, or I, I'm doing the right things, but I still have all these bad things happening to me. Well, Romans five says, not only will uh, your your hope and your rejoicing in God uh, bless you, but there might be moments that we also have to rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Joy is available for you. Whether you're flat broke, whether you're alone, and your family doesn't want to have anything to do with you, Whether things are not right, you just got fired, laid off, your business just went under. Listen, I'm not saying it's not going to hurt. I'm not saying that you're not going to suffer. But there is joy available to you when you still live righteously. You put your hope and your faith in Jesus Christ. You can have a joyful Christmas too. That's my prayer for you. Back to wrap up Joy Week tomorrow. Amenben.com if you need anything. We love you.